This is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman from the Premier Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Bill provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the Big O Money Show with Bill Altman. Welcome to the Big O Money Show with me, Bill Altman, here with Premier Advisory Group. And uh, Tony Shore is back, ladies and gentlemen. How about that? Uh, We had Rosie on last week, which was fabulous. I cannot come close to uh, Jim Rose. What a great guy. He really did a great job last week. I mean. Well, he's just just a pro. He's a consummate professional. Some, you know, he makes you feel like a loser though, because you know, for me, not you, but I listen to me and then I listen to him and I'm like, Oh my Lord. But anyway, he's great. We got to talk about Nebraska, Nebraska greats, his foundation, which is fantastic. It helps a uh, lettered athletes who've fallen on hard times, uh, kind of get back up with medical expenses. And now Tony, they're doing, uh, w- with schooling where if they need to go back to school, if to get a different type of degree or certificate or whatever, they're helping them on that side which is really neat. So that was yeah. a fantastic show. Um, got a lot of great feedback from listeners on that, which is, which is great. So just another one of these local charities that are, that are fantastic. And, you know, it's interesting. He was talking, I don't know if you talked about this on the air last week with me, but, uh, but I've heard him talking about this elsewhere, $88 billion in foundation money here in Omaha, 88 billion. What? Yeah. We're seconds behind San Francisco. That's amazing. I did not know that. I've never heard that. Private family foundation money, 88 bill about that. Wow. Right. Wow. So, yeah. So it's interesting. We're a very charitable community here. Yeah. You know, Oh, I Um, know it is. I know it is. And, uh, there are a lot of people that like to give back to that community. And that's one thing that makes Omaha so great that the Omaha air and the surrounding area, because people, um, really do give back and help out help each other. And I've noticed that's a noticeable difference. And I've, I've lived in, I've lived out in LA. I lived in Nashville, Minneapolis and some small towns. And I've spent a lot of time in Omaha and that's why I love the big O. Yeah. Big O is a good place to be. That's for sure. Good place to raise kids potholes. I'll tell you what, Yo, man. You know, I think I'm going to send a, an invoice to me and Gene, not, I shouldn't say that to, to mayor Gene. And I'm going to send an invoice <laughs> because here's the deal, man. I have a 25, three quarter ton truck, right? Yep. So it's a 25 GMC, 2,500 things that you've seen it. It's a, yep. it's a big truck, right? Heavy duty type of deal. Yep. And man, I, I took it in because I'm having these issues with my front end. Things at 2020, it has about 70,000 miles on it. Here, my front end is all like kind of wobbly and, and my, and you know, I can't get the balancing. So I thought it was alignment and balancing issue here. I talked to these people at the place that it's at and they said, your ball joints are super loose. It's really just not even roadworthy at this point. And we have to do about $2,800 worth of front end work on it. Wow. Yeah. And they said they're seeing it pretty often and, and it's because of these potholes and I can't swerve because if I swerve, I'm either going to hit a light pole, a house or a another car or a person, right? Yeah. So I had to hit the stupid pothole. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, and, and well, it's like, and they're, and they're strategically placed too. So right. you and, can't, you can't really avoid them in all cases. And sometimes right. you can't see them. Right. And it's like, you know, so it's like one, on one side, you drive a little car, you'll blow out your tire and you can do some serious damage. Of course, yeah. Right. Me, I got big enough tires and all that kind of stuff that I can just kind of go over them. Right. I don't blow out a tire, but I still go in them. Right. You know, so I don't have yeah. any tire or rim damage, but now I have all this front end damage. Yeah, but you know, I know some got, of them are a, like they're big enough where they should just if they filled them with hot water, it'd be like a hot springs or a you know I people know. we could lounge in them. Uh, I was make waiting swimming I, pools, a waiting yeah, pool. I was waiting in them the the other day. In turning into my neighborhood, I live around 132nd in Maple area. There's a big, huge pothole turning into my neighborhood. Right, and I have seen at at least no less than a dozen cars blown out tires and bent rims right there as you pull in. Yep. And it's like, and it's without fail. I've changed, I've changed personally three of the tires for people, you know, and it's like, and every, it seems like every day I'm seeing, and I know they're working. I know the crews are out working to fix it. And it's not the crew's fault. It's not the mayor's fault, you know, and, and, you know, we of course can blame things on the weather, but don't we have the technology at this point, this stage (laughs) in the game to be able to repair this and get it, get it fixed. I mean, yeah. figure it out, figure out After how to make the weeks concrete. and weeks of it being there and cars being damaged. And or how about the new stuff we're putting in or when we're laying new concrete? I mean, isn't there technology that can prevent solve it. some of that or prevent yeah. it or make it last longer or something? I don't know what the yeah. answer is. I'm not an engineer. It's 2023. I mean, First of all, where are our rocket packs and flying cars? That should have happened. But uh, if we can't even fix potholes, we're a long way from that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, we, we can't make yeah. a road surface that won't get potholes, huge potholes. I mean, yep. surely they could design something. And you know what? It, I'm sure it's just, it's all about money, Bill. You know that. I mean, that's why you're a financial advisor and expert. You there's It's about the money. They could probably make a road that would last forever at this point. Or a lot longer or wouldn't get potholes, but you know, the almighty dollar. Yeah. But you know, I'm just glad our property taxes are so low here in Omaha, <laughs> you know, sarcasm alert makes up for it. Oh. A lot of, you know, so uh, you know, we didn't get to talk much about markets uh, last week or at all really on the right. show, but you know, prior to that week, prior to that, to last week's show, we had, um, uh, the fed raised rates, uh, fed raised just a quarter of a point. Yep. I mean, and I think people were happy about that and we saw the market have a little bit of turmoil. Now fast forward to this past week that we just got through markets were actually doing pretty good, which was nice to see. Yeah. I noticed um, this morning, the big headline CNBC stocks rise as traders bet the banking crisis has stabilized. And overall this year, the first quarter just ended and we're up four percent i think or up yeah yeah not not bad and depends i mean there are some some of our portfolios that are more aggressive uh more tech heavy if you will um have done really really well this year yeah so double double digits doom and gloom of 2020 uh you know uh, 2022 i should say right well in 2020 i mean you you nailed it i mean we had some rocky rocky waters in 20 now we popped out of it because there was a a tremendous amount of stimulus that got pumped into the economy to kind of help shore it up so Um, to speak 
Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah, shore, shore it up. Got it, Tony. Shore it up. Um, it's so it's this, <laughs> uh, next <laughs> next Fed meeting is going to be uh, May second, third. So we'll kind of see what happens there, um, and and see what the Fed decides to do. You know, I think it's at this point we really want. You know, there's one piece where you can say, "Hey, rip the Band-Aid off, right, and just get it done, and yeah. and, and and raise them until you don't." But another side of it says w- what we did all last year are the rate increases from a quarter of a point. We were between zero and a quarter point for most of the last year or, or, or at the beginning of the year. And then, and then 5%, five percentage points up. It's a lot, right? Yeah, it is. And so now at this point we want to see how that, how the markets react to it because it's not an immediate turnaround. Now we'll see some, um, some trading activity and we'll see some things that happen right after these rate increases, but it's, th- those aren't the actual effect. The, if we're not going to see what happens until afterwards, it's going to be a while. It could be a year before we see things happen and how it pans out, you know, and, and we saw those banks go down. Now the banks were, 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 were leveraged the, the wrong way, right? Yeah. They were either too risky. They didn't have risk management or they had, um, they weren't laddering their treasuries appropriately where they're, they're really long on everything. So they had a lot of interest rate risk. Mm-hmm. The longer your treasury or the longer the, the bond that you buy or the T-bill or whatever you may, may it be, you have more interest rate risk, right? So my, if I have a two-year bond versus a 10-year bond, my, I'm going to have more risk on the 10-year bond. Right. right? And so like SVB Bank, the Silicon Valley Bank, uh, what you're saying is, and from what I've read, they bought these long, uh, treasury, these long-term treasury bills and bonds. And, uh, when the interest rate was low and then the interest rates went up and their bonds weren't worth anything, they had to sell them at a loss when their customers wanted to take their money out. That's exactly right. You know? And so and those are the type of effects that we see mismanagement, but those are also the type of effects that we see when, when the fed raised rates as fast as they did, yeah. because if the fed wouldn't have done that, we probably wouldn't have seen those results of what, what happened with those banks. We had four, I mean, there's a lot of bank failures. There's a lot, first of all, there's a lot of banks period, you know, so the percentage of bank failures is, is low. Um, yeah. The number is the number, the quantity sounds high, but the actual percentage is low, right? Right. Um, but we had four majors, right? We had Silicon Valley Bank, and I believe there was 11% of depositors had 250000 or less. The rest of everybody had over $250,000 on deposit. So it very large accounts um, in there that were uninsured. Um, but, then the, but then the FDIC stepped in and said, oh, but we got you. You know, we got you elitists. We'll take care of you. We'll make sure your money, your $10 million is insured, even though it's, it shouldn't be right. But whatever, what are we going to do about it? Right. Fed, who knows if what they're doing is going to work, if they're going to bring us in for a soft landing, if it's going to push the banking crisis further, or if it's going to actually slow inflation down to get it back under control. Right. You know, and, and rates are still inverted. Uh, the two year treasuries are sitting over 4% and, and, um, and, 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 uh, 10 year treasuries are, are, are below that they're over, they're not in the fours they're in the threes, which is crazy. You know? Right. And so we still see that inverted yield where you're really making more money on a shorter term bond or, or T bill or whatever than you are on a longer term. And which is not normal. We don't no. normally see an inversion. Usually when you take more risk on a longer term investment, 
um, you require more yield. Yeah. Right. But that's just where the market is right now. We know the market's role in ebbs and flows. And, and I, there's other people on the radio I know that are complete miracle workers that know how to time the market perfectly, but <laughs> so they click, make it sound that yeah. way, don't they? Well, yeah, and I'm not one, I'm not going to be that person for you. I'll let you know yeah. that. Um, we, well, we even develop- the experts, like even, you know, people who are considered like, oh, these great minds, like Jim Cramer, you know, and these right. guys uh, on the financial news networks. Uh, I was looking at an article of how, how often he's right. His advice is right and how often it's wrong. And it's like, he's, he's worse than our local uh, weather forecasters as far yeah. as, I mean, they do a lot better job than he does. So yeah. Hell I put, of an advertiser though. Yes. I mean, yeah, he's an entertainer, but the thing yeah. is, is yeah. When these guys, if you really look at it, it's like, yeah, it's like Vegas. The odds are not <laughs> great. Right. He's just, you know, he's yeah. just stabbing in the dark most of the time. It's just so incredibly important to have a plan. Um, yeah. You want to be able to adjust the plan, but you don't want to be able to go crazy. You don't want to ever pretend that you know more than the market. We've talked about this on, on right. the radio before. No one does, um, you know, and, and you cannot time the market. Uh, you can try You can try to a lot of times. Once again, it's not, it's not the timing of the market. It's the time in the market, the time that you're in the market. It's being consistent. It's being disciplined with your approach. It's making sure you have quality, quality investments, quality companies that you own, stocks or equities, right? And that's very important. If you're owning bonds, maybe it's a a bond fund and we want to keep it short or intermediate term bond fund and not just a single bond like Hertz. You know what I mean? Sure. Hertz failed, you know, and people lost their money that had Hertz bonds, you know, so we want a diverse portfolio if you're going to be in that market, or maybe you want to choose a, what we call a bond alternative, um, such as either a structured note, um, which have been very popular, um, but also have risk, no doubt, um, or, uh, or an annuity or a fixed annuity, a multi-year guarantee annuity. I mean, heck, we have three-year multi-year guarantee annuities. Now, what does this mean? It's a fixed annuity. It means if the rate is 5%, you're getting 5% each year. It's a compounded rate. Um, and at the end of the term, whether it's one year, two years, three years, five years, whatever it is, your rate is guaranteed for that term. And when the term is up, your account's liquid. Um, in the meantime, limited access to that account, right? Unless you die or get sick or something like that, there's all kinds of what we call liquidity windows that are built in to those type of products. But I mean, you can get a three year right now at 5.63% compounded rates. Wow. Guaranteed. Right. Um, and, and, and we're talking with a rated companies and all that kind of fun stuff. So the rates are out there. The rates are back. You can get a better rate on a three year than you can get it on a 10 year, just like the treasury. Same thing with the annuity side, right? So it's an inverted, it's a wonderful opportunity to take take advantage of good rates. But once again, you know, us, us, um, us people, us human, our species doesn't like to, um, sometimes do things when it's, when it's the right time. It's like we, it's like we buy, you know, it's like, we're, it's like, Oh, 5%, but what if it goes to 6%? Where has it been for the last 10 years? Like 2%? Yeah. Now you're complaining about 5%. You're cool with the 2%. Right. But, but now you're not with the five because you're waiting for the six crazy You're crazy you yeah. know it's like the stock same thing with the stock market the stock market's potentially on sale i mean it's on sale from where it was 
That's yeah. for sure. I mean, that's a fact. That's not me. That's not my opinion. Could it go more on sale? Sure. Possibly. Is there a going out of business sale? You really think so? You think the stock market's going out of business? I don't think so. No. I mean, maybe you put your tinfoil hat on and maybe you think it will. I don't know. But that's not us. We no. don't believe that. We think we're going to have our ebbs and flows and we're always going to have crazy events that happen globally and we're going to have to tackle them. That's yep. it. Yeah. You know, and, and, and you can't you let your have... emotions uh, play a part. And so many no. people do, like you say. And that's why if people weren't that way, you probably wouldn't have a job, Bill. No, no. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad they are emotional creatures <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because my, many times my job is much more of a counseling role than right. anything else. You help them look at, well, you're objective. You're an outside looking in, not, you know, they have such a personal, they're too close to it. It's their money. They're too emotional and they need somebody who's going to take an objective look at it and an educated look at it and say, no, because if you do this here, it's going to affect this here and you need this balance. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's the biggest part of what you do for your clients is, I mean, obviously there's so many ins and outs and you know, there's those giant potholes we're talking about all over the place to avoid when it comes to financial investment. You have your, and you have your plan and we've talked about this for seven years on the, I think we're seven, are we seven years in on the radio? Yes. Seven years in on KFAB here. And we've talked about this for the entire time, red money and green money. What is your red money? It's the money in the market. It's the money that has risk. It can go up and down long-term. You should have greater results, greater returns than the green money, right? But typically for most people, you shouldn't have all red money, right? Right. For most people, some people can do that and weather the storm because they have enough red money, right? They have enough money to weather it and they don't need massive distributions, but a more balanced approach, especially in retirement is key. So if we have red money being your risk money and you have green money being your safe money, when the markets are in crappy times, like last year, for instance, right? And you need a distribution. Tony needs $20,000 out of his account to go to Vegas, right? <laughs> then, then I take it out of the green account, the account that has not gone down. Because why am I going to take it out of the account that went down? So the market made my account go down. And now I'm going to make it go down by taking a withdrawal. That's silly. Yeah. You're right? going to kill it and, and miss a, miss a lot of the compounding interest when it goes back up. If you do it, that, unless you think the end of time is here, you know, and then what's it matter? Then pull it all out and buy a Ferrari and go to Vegas and party, do yeah. something. I don't know what you're going to do with it. Yeah. You know, but, but, but every serious. time in the past, people have thought that they've been wrong. Right. So far. I mean, so, yeah. I mean <laughs> we had half of our population that was going to move to Canada. Remember that the end oh, of the world yeah. was here yeah. when Trumpy got elected and yep. then half of people, everybody was going to move to Canada because Trump was elected. Jeez, relax people. Yeah. You know, oh, but Biden's elected and the end of the world is here. It's going to ruin everything for everybody forever. My God, that's all people talk about all the time. You know, get over yourself. How about that? You know, if you really think one person can take down the entire world, um, First of all, I'm going to question your faith. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and then second of all, maybe get the tinfoil hat off. Go to Montana <laughs> and go fishing for a little bit and turn off the TV. Yeah. Quit reading the paper. Yeah. Let your mind reset maybe a little bit. 
Yeah. Right. Remove because I yourself believe we're, from the internet for a few days. Right. I, I, I believe the human species is more powerful than people believe. Right. Right. And, and collectively, I talked about this with somebody the other day. When 9 11 happened, September 11, 2001, right? Uh, and when we had crazy terrorists that flew planes into buildings and tried to blow up the Pentagon and all that kind of crazy stuff, right? And then you had Bushy get up, um, George Bush, President Bush get up on the, on top of the rubble with his, with that big megaphone. Right. And he's like, what do you, I don't know exactly what he said, but you know, we're resilient and we're going to go after, and we, it's all time for us to unite and come together. What did everybody do? Both sides of the party line, they united. Then right. for the most part, right. People got together and said, we're going to take care of this from both sides. There was no blue and red at that point. It was the people. It was the American people that were resilient. And what did we do? The, and that was craziness. I mean, if you want to talk about the end of time, I mean, about some, you know, if looking at things. And, and I, I remember exactly where I was, University of Arizona, yep. sitting in my apartment and turned on that TV and a roommate from New York woke him up and said, look at what's happening here. And it yeah. was like, holy smokes. I know yep. people in that building. Right. And that was pure chaos and craziness and market turmoil. But what happened? We got through it. Did we not? And it's people can point fingers and say it's their fault or their fault or yeah. whoever. Stop. Stop. Yeah. yeah. You know, have a plan that works. So back to finance, have a plan for you that, that works for you and your family right? The proper risk tolerance where you're not losing sleep. You're not getting punched in the gut every time the, the market drops, right? A plan that we can custom tailor to you, not, not your neighbor's plan, not your brother's plan, but your plan that includes red money and green money. And we can, we can be, uh, we, we, we can be agile yeah. when the time is necessary and we can keep reallocating and, and constantly uh, paring down your risk if necessary, as you get closer to retirement, we know where you're, your income is coming from you. Do you have an income plan? I always ask people, do you have an income plan? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Well, if you don't know, you don't. Yeah. Well, right? I've got money in stocks and in the bank and I've got a 401k or an IRA. Those that's right. not an income plan. Yeah. And so here at the premier advisory group, we make sure we tackle everything from your investments to your insurance, to your tax, your Medicare, and make sure everything is compiled for, so you can, um, so we can try to achieve optimal results. Yeah. You know, perfection doesn't exist, unfortunately, right? Well, except Tony, sure. But, yeah. <laughs> but regardless, give us a call, 402-557-6730. Again, right here in Omaha, 402-557-6730. Or visit us on the web at bigomoney.com. We'd love to see you for a complimentary consultation. Give us a call. And um, until next week, Tony, I think our show is about over. And and so I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful week. All right. Thanks, Bill. And that does it for today's episode of the Big O Money Show. Thank you for listening to the Big O Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Bill Altman at the Premier Advisory Group. Call 402-557-6730. Or visit their website at 
P-A-R-A-D-V-I-S-O-R.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Bill Altman and the Premier Advisory Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.